Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto's special one-shot episode for the new mutants. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm a geek culture philosopher. I'm here with my co-host, the man, the myth, the man-thing, the myth, the legend, Adam J. Tetteris. Hello. Give it up for Adam J. Tetteris. That's right. I'm here. The man-thing, the myth, the... Did you say the legend? <laughs> did you break the pattern? <laughs> I was like, the man, the myth, and I was like, oh, there's a man thing uh, opp- joke opportunity there. There was an opportunity, and you took that, and I appreciate you. That's, that's why the you're my friend. The man thing, myth, the legend. Uh, Internet, I just want to start this thing off right now by not talking about anything to do with New Mutants and just say hmm. that via our group chat, Simba Sparks has taken an opportunity to once again show the man thing slander that has been going on <laughs> in the internet. He went out of his way to talk about <laughs> and share with us that on an episode of Binge Mode, um, which is a great podcast for those of you guys yes, it is. who don't listen to it. It's awesome. They they do deep dives on all kinds of stuff. I mean, if you think you know about Star Wars, you wait till you listen to their you know episodes on Star Wars. And they're doing Marvel right now. But they're very smart the Mar- and the they're MCU. very funny. Yes. But on one episode, apparently... They took an opportunity to go ahead and, and hit hit man thing with a low blow. But you know what? <laughs> didn't feel it because the man thing, you know, just shambles around. It uh-huh. didn't, didn't bother him. Yeah. I, I, I would like to say that this is the, not the kind of news that I want to hear, right? I would like to say mm-hmm. that I don't want my, my, my friends, my family members to text me every time the man thing is slandered because that would be too many text <laughs> messages. And I'm sure oh, that would cost boy. me. I'm sure I don't have a good plan for that. But the thing is, is uh, the reality is I, I appreciate it, Octavius, and I appreciate it. Shout out to you, Simba Sparks. I appreciate you giving me a heads up. Batman has mm-hmm. his bat signal. And every time man thing, <laughs> somebody talks shit on man thing i look to the skies and i see a projector in the the skies and it says nobody cares and i'm like you see that <laughs> i gotta swoop in and say something that nobody they asked talk, about they talking to me <laughs> that's right i gotta come in with my unsolicited opinion about an unpopular character but well, you know what? actually it's, it's okay like, nobody cares pal <laughs> nobody yeah. cares i heard uh recently a guest on my show man thing minute told me that in spite of being friends with me for very uh, for a very long time he has mm-hmm. not learned very much about man thing and he he asked uh you know why that was and i explained to him i hope this doesn't seem like a failing to you as as a an authority figure on the subject but more of a a social grace because you are my friend and i choose not to bother you with this business and, mm, I, and mm, so mm. to 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 you, Octavius, to you, Simba, to that person, to all my friends, all my family, if you haven't learned much about Man Thing, it is by design. It is because I want you to stay my friend. <laughs> I, I've been I've been sparing you. That's right. That's right. But anyway, the internet did not come here to hear us slash you talk about Man Thing. You don't know that. You don't know uh, that. Uh, you can't. You know what? <laughs> hey, you know what? You're right. There might be some overlap. <laughs> you know, people who are listening to the Man Thing minute are like, wait a minute. Talking about the new mutants, maybe there's a man thing reference. That every Let time I watch a Marvel movie, Octavius, every single time, yeah. like, ah, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe there's a chance. Well, we do know that the man thing is in Thor Ragnarok. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, a fact. And in Guardians of the Galaxy. And is referenced. Maybe. maybe. I want to put it at like, a, I want to say I'm 85% certain that man thing is in, in the collector's laboratory. And mm-hmm. there's an allusion to the man thing's uh, ex wife in Iron Man 3. Uh, what else? He, he's out there. Like, if you're looking for him, you can find him. Breadcrumbs, he's at there. least. But yeah. unfortunately for me, unfortunately for the world, not in New Mutants. And I'll cut mm. to the chase. I know New Mutants didn't do very well. I have a hunch why. Man thing's okay. not in it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. In it. So, internet, before we get started, we want to let you know, because it's been a while since we have done a one-shot Indeed. movie review. So, we are going to talk about this movie. We are going to spoil it. Mm-hmm. There is going to be no holds barred. Mm-hmm. We will talk about everything. We'll talk about the movie in its totality. We'll give our opinions, our thoughts, our perspectives. We will wax eloquent. And if you don't want to know, mm-hmm. if you don't want to hear, if you have not seen it, if you don't want to talk about it, if you, want, if you are a part of the Blackout Congregation and you have yet to see it and you do not want your full experience to be spoiled, 
now is your opportunity to leave because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And look, we also want to acknowledge that even though this movie came out, what was it, over the summer? In spring? Many moons ago. We don't know. Uh, it was intended to come out a long time ago, but it did come mm-hmm. out at the height of the pandemic, which we are still not through yet. So uh, I Correct. understand. I would like to acknowledge if you have not seen New Mutants, that makes sense. This is nothing to say of your, your geekdom card. It will not right. be revoked. This is not like lining up at the theater because, look, I would not trust you if you had lined up at the theater to see New Mutants when this movie dropped. Would but Young Metro trust them? Young, I'm pretty sure this is the root of Young Metro's distrust. Mm. Young Met- Metro, Metro Boomin doesn't trust you if you saw Tenet. That's all I'm going to say. If you went to the theater and risked your life in, those, uh, in your circle of trust. He's going to shoot you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was tempted. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was tempted, <laughs> but I was like, I'm not gonna put myself at risk well, for a movie. I, I understand. I might for, could die. I can't do that. Tenet, I understand. You know that the height of a movie like that, I understand. But for New Mutants, for New Mutants, mm. Mm. and this is going to get into the entire conversation here. But I remember the the first time I saw a poster for New Mutants. I believe you and I were lined up at a theater to see Shazam. Hmm. If I recall, okay. and okay. Feels like New Mutants has been coming out for a very long time. New Mutants have been coming. You're like New Mutants have been coming out for years, huh? Yeah, yeah, certainly. I, and it's been pulled from from uh, its release schedule and then sent back for reshoots and this and that and over and over. I think it's had three, maybe four different rescheduled release dates, and then it came out and got the Rona. The New Mutants all have the Rona. <laughs> the New Mutants all got it. <laughs> That's why they're in My a hospital. Word. That is why the setting of this film is in a hospital. They all tell are, me I'm wrong. Wow, they're quarantined. They're quarantined. They are anyway, bunch, let's put they're let's, a bunch of quarantines because they're all teenage X Men. Is, is wow. what's happening? Yeah. Wow, this is this is this is getting deep. Octavius, it's been a long time since we've done a one shot. <laughs> it has. It it's has. like I'm 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 slobbering at the mouth. I'm just hungry for it. I, I want to be able to do this. So, spoilers, internet. The spoiler wall is here. We mm-hmm. finna blow it up. Yeah. And everything on the other side of it will be spoiling the mu- new mutants. That's right. Okay. So, this is the countdown. Three, two, one. It's your fault. Spoilers. Yeah. It's your fault. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we are. Let's read the little synopsis. <laughs> Five young mutants <laughs> just discovering their abilities while held in a secret facility against their will fight to escape their past sins mm-hmm. and save themselves. Okay. Adam, is that an accurate representation of what you saw uh, when you watched The New Mutants? Uh, yeah, I won't knock it. I think that is accurate. That is a very generous and general Description of what the movie is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Director, so. Josh Boone. Josh Boone. D-O-O-N-E. Writer, Josh Boone. And how do I pronounce this? K-N-A-T-E? I'm not, I don't know. Uh, Nate, Nate, let's say Nate. Nate. Nate Lee. Yeah. Those are the writers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we said, this has been out for a while. So the people in this movie don't even look the same. Hold up. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Yes. Nate Lee. I'm looking at Nate Lee's IMDb. Okay. Nate Lee is known for his work on Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa. <laughs> what? 2013. Known for his work on Bad Grandpa. Thank you, Nate Lee. Appreciate your service on New Okay. Mutants. He worked on uh, sure, Jackass Nate. 3D, Jackass 3.5, okay. Nitro Circus, the television show, Loiter Squad. Remember Loiter Squad? Yes, yes. Yeah. Positive, I have positive thoughts of Loiter Squad. Nate Lee is up in here. Uh, whereas Josh Boone, you may know his name from the YA film, The Fault in Our Stars, and he is working on the upcoming miniseries, The Stand, uh, which is another attempt at making an adaptation of Stephen King's The Stand. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Josh Boone out here as well. So let's be honest, Mm -hmm. this movie here, in a lot of ways, represents the end of the Fox X-Men yeah. mutants universe. Last like dying this, breath. Yeah, this is <laughs> right. This is the end. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like laying in a pool of its own blood. It goes, remember me. Remember new mutants. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's about what happened. <laughs> lying uh, in a pool of his own blood. These mutants 
are new. <laughs> you know this was supposed to be a trilogy? Uh, well, listen, from Bro. watching the movie, like there are some connections that this movie does that I was like, oh, this is what you were doing? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. we were going there with this? Uh-huh. I mean, well, you know. Let's get into it. I know we usually uh, start with it with the uh, uh, you know your 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 gut feeling, your yes. first impression. But I'm I wanna I wanna approach this even before that. Are you are you a fan of New Mutants? You know we've talked about Hawks Pox and X Men and 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 mm-hmm. some of the it, we, we always talk about X Men in some regard. X Men mm-hmm. mu- uh, movies. I'm gonna just put that to the side. We don't need to talk about X Men movies right now. Uh, but are you a fan of New Mutants specifically? Not specifically. I don't know much about New Mutants. I must. I, I have to come out and just admit, I did Me not either. read the original arc that inspired the film. Yeah, I, the Demon I, Bear. I, did, I didn't... Yeah. I know it's out there. I know, you know, Chris Claremont in the Demon Bear and, and uh, all that stuff. It's, it is popular and beloved. I know these characters very well because these characters appear in every other comic book. But I, I had not really read a ton of New Mutants. So I just want to put that out there that when it comes to fact checking and watching the movie as a fan, a lot of this stuff was new to me. I also mm-hmm. recognize that I am late to the game or just omitted my my presence from the game. I, I, I haven't I haven't been familiar with this story for a long time. There are going to be people coming to this movie and being like, "That's not how that." I wouldn't know. I would not know. Yeah. That's all I wanted to get out there. Yeah. Well, I did do a quick Google mm-hmm. and saw that the Demon Bear was originally an entity who haunted the dreams of Danielle Moonstar. What That's a name. Right. Yeah. Danny Moonstar, um, the protagonist of this movie. Yeah. Threatening that he would eventually come and kill her. He was seemingly responsible for the deaths of her parents, William and Peg Lone Star. At first, Danny assumed that the Demon Bear was just a nightmare brought on by Professor Xavier's possession by the brood, uh, brood Queen when he... Anyway, I'm not about to sit here and read this whole thing. So on, so on, You can so Google on. this. Sure. And so on and so forth. Uh-huh. But yeah. So, gut reactions. Whether you know about this movie or not, we both watched it. When you <laughs> finish watching this and you, you, you sit back on your sofa, mm-hmm. you said to yourself... What? Because we, we, we didn't walk out the theater and talk in the lobby. The lobby yeah. was wherever you were sitting. This is the lobby. Or your, your kitchen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gut reactions. Where, where were you at? Okay. So this is the thought that I tried to form as soon as the movie was over. Mm-hmm. This is not as bad as I expected it to be, but it is not good at all. Hmm. So it is, which is to say, it is not, it's not better than I thought it, it would be, but it is not as bad. Does that make sense? That distinction. I'm not giving it points, but I remember when it came out, it got trashed. And so that mm. was in my mind. That was in the back of my mind as I was watching oh, this. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and I was thinking, now this is not as bad as I thought it would have been, could have been, especially off of seeing Dark Phoenix in theaters. The last Same. X-Men movie that you and I saw together. Dark but Phoenix that does terrible. not mean that it is better than I thought it would be. It's not good. It's just nothing. So after the movie was over, I was like, ah, this was nothing. This was nothing at all. This was, uh, you know that candy that your grandma has, that hard candy? Yes. And it's in yep. a glass? And it's just loose yep. candy in a glass? It's that. It's like, I would never, I mean. That candy's for her diabetes. That's what that candy's for. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's, 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 what, that's what it was in my grandpa's house <laughs> that that's what sense. it was for yeah. like having a low blood sugar let me go ahead and grab one of these yeah yeah well look if you have low blood sugar and you don't want to have an attack you could watch this and the entertainment unfolds it's just it's not going to stick with you it just kind of dissolves like those candy mm. it's nothing it is nothing yeah and the fact that it, it spent so long in in production and was taken back into the shop to recut it and change this and change that and finally release it in a pandemic in theaters and not on Disney Plus. That's where I really have some problems. I just thought this is this is a nothing film. It's not good. That's my first impression. And then hmm. I, w- I will get into that. What What's your first impression after you saw the movie? Yeah, <clears throat> my first impression after seeing this movie was like, eh. you know? Yeah. It was like this is this is what this reminds me of 
is the movie when you were young mm-hmm. and you couldn't control what you wanted to watch because maybe you didn't have cable. You know what I mean? <laughs> or maybe you did have cable and there was something that was on and you flicked through the other channels and uh-huh. this was just the best thing that was on at the moment. Yeah, sure. You leave and it you on. just watched it. Yeah, you just leave it on. Why not? Yeah, and then you watch it and then you're kind of like, okay, and then you go on about your day. Like I use a, I use an app called Letterboxd uh-huh. to just track the movies that I watch. Um, and one of the things that Letterboxd does, it allows you to go, did you like this movie? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I thought was very interesting, because I, cause as you know, I take, I think what I'm thinking seriously. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, did I like it? I'm going to think and go, did I like this? Mm-hmm. And there are some movies that I don't click the like button. This is one of those. Mm-hmm. I gave it a grade, but they asked, did you like it? I was like, no, nah, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it, but I just didn't really feel anything about it. Yeah, same. You I, know, I it, feel the it, same. I saw it. It happened. You know what I mean? This yeah. is not something that you need to risk your life to go see in theaters. This is not something that you need to quickly run and 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 rent or buy. Right. Um, it's kind of a take it or leave it movie. Well, unfortunately, really the decision is, is made the, for us. It is leave it for all of us. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, because even if you do enjoy it. My, I, I could be speaking out of turn here, but I don't think this is coming back. I don't think these characters, these actors, this narrative is returning. As you mentioned, this is the dying breath. This is the the last chance uh, for these these characters to be on screen because of the the transition of these characters. You know, it is going yeah. over from Fox to Disney. And the mutants and the X-Men and the new mutants and everything that is in, in that circus under that tent it now mm-hmm. belongs to the MCU. So these this, these ideas are obsolete already, right? Yeah. Which means it's even worse that this was a setup to a larger narrative because this movie is very much about setting up the characters. The, mm. I would say not even three quarters of the movie, but the entire movie is the origin of every character and then it's yes. over. And then it's over. It's, yes. uh, that's it. So we never really get to see anything wider. We, we have some tenuous connections to other movies like Logan. Yes. And, and that's about it. That's about that all. That was probably the most exciting part of the movie for me. The footage that you have already seen from Logan? Well, yeah, because it like clicked in my head and I was like, oh, cause, cause so basically if we're talking about the actual movie and what happened in the movie, yeah. um, the, the character, um, looking on IMDb right now, Dr. Reyes, uh-huh. was she in Logan? Uh, I don't recall. Was she lo- in Logan? Uh, I'm she, trying she to remember. She has a connection to it, and she's working for the Essex Corporation, which is right. uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Sinister. Sinister. Um, yes. You know, I also, I heard, by the way, John Hamm was Mr. Sinister and recorded, oh. like filmed. There's footage, and they didn't use wow. it for the film. Wow. So... Okay. What, what might have been? What might have been? Well, I'm looking at her IMDb, um, the IMDb of uh, Alicia Braga. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name, but I don't see Logan on here. But when I saw the connection to Logan, I was like, oh, okay, maybe we're going to see X-23, or maybe that's where they were going. Mm-hmm. You know. And what I think more than anything, more than what this movie actually does, it kind of leads me to look at the X-Men, the Fox X-Men franchise as a whole. Hmm. You know, the Fox X-Men franchise as a whole was like, it just couldn't get right. It just didn't (laughs) ever know what it wanted to do. It was constant. And the fact that I was excited for the connection to Logan, Uh but I was immediately kind of like brought down because it's like, even if they did connect it, who knows what they were even going to do? Because the tone of Logan was amazing. I think collectively a large group of people were like, Logan is awesome. Mm -hmm. This is great. And if you're not going to give us more Logan, the idea of X-23 in that tone is amazing. Mm. But to think that they would have went from the tone of Logan to the tone of New Mutants just goes to show like what Fox was even doing. It's just like, yeah, what, what's what's going to come next? Well, this is, I'm glad you brought this up because I think this is an interesting comparison point. The 
similarities and the differences between New Mutants and Logan. What do we know about Logan? Logan was an extremely well-received, high-grossing, rated-R superhero movie. And yes. I think the lesson that you can see, the influence that you can see in a movie like New Mutants is, all right, they want a darker superhero movie. And I recall conversations around New Mutants being a horror film, and it's going to be a, a gritty right. and grisly take. So they want the maturity of Logan. Mm. But if Logan mm -hmm. succeeds on the fact that it is an extrapolation, the old age story of a character we have grown with that people really mm -hmm. love, and now we get to Literally. see him in a different... Yeah, he's at the end of his life in Logan. This is the absolute reverse, which is this, this is the beginning of these characters' lives. If you are uh, not a comic book fan, or even if you are, this is the first time mm -hmm. you've ever seen these characters on screen in a movie. This is the first time they have been adapted for this medium. This is the beginning of their story. But it is borrowing the darker storytelling influence of Logan. However, right. comma, Logan was a Western in a bunch of ways. And Logan yeah, was... Lone Wolf and Cub also. Yeah, and, and like Lone Wolf and Cub. So kind of like a, a samurai. It's this old Ronin, you know, mm -hmm. protecting the, the, the child and... and uh, doing right. his best, sacrificing himself to to see the child uh, survive. This movie, my main complaint with this movie is, apart from the things that it, it cannot help, you know, it cannot help the fact that these characters won't come back for another movie, we won't get a sequel, right. it can't help those things. Right. My main complaint is, it doesn't seem to know what kind of movie it wants to be. So it tries mm. to be a lot of different movies at once. Which okay. means, Interesting. tonally... It's so jumbled. It's a pinata of tones and concepts and attitudes. In one scene, it's a horror movie and it's mm. a haunted house. You know, they're in a hospital and they're experiencing right. these illusions and it's scary. Right. And in another scene, they're discovering their powers, but it's a story about how their powers have hurt people. And so you have this idea about this redemption and what these individual yeah. characters will have to do to help themselves understand that they are worthy or they are powerful or they are valuable. They are not bad. Mm -hmm. And then in the next scene, instantly, you snap your, your, your fingers and it's, a, it's like the breakfast club. And it's like, uh, have you watched Umbrella Academy at all on Netflix? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I it's very much it. on yeah. that vibe where it's like, it's a bunch of young people and they're making out and they're hanging and there's fun right. music playing and they're like racing around this scary institution where they are making the most of their young lives. It, I feel like this movie never knows what it wants to do, which means it never settles on anything. It just throws mm -hmm. it all at the wall. And that means yeah. every time there's something new happening, even if it's cool, when when Ileana pulls her sword out and goes into a portal to limbo and comes back with a sword and a dragon, I'm like, what? I know who this character is, but still, what is right. happening? Because right. I feel like it doesn't spend any time creating its own rules. It just throws everything. Does, it, does that make sense? Does it, Did you feel that way? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that we've talked about for a long time when it comes to movies. Like the movie, if if this is a if this is if there's a world that we're gonna be in, we have to establish what the rules are of that world. Otherwise, yeah. you're constantly furrowing your brow, going, wait, what's happening? Yes. Oh, wait, what's going on? Oh, wait, well, how how does this world work? Right. And I think when we look at these movies which we love, and this 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 you know, genre movies in general and movies in general, but superhero stuff and comic books and all that kind of stuff. We love this stuff. Yeah. But one of the things that are different that from the movies and the actual books is a lot of times the movies are trying to do so much mm -hmm. at one time. And the comics don't have that 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 pressure. Yeah. They don't have the pressure to do all of this stuff. When you think about Logan, for example, or Old Man Logan, which has a lot of, you know, a lot of, it's it's a mixture of a bunch of different stuff. The actual Old Man Logan series is, Lord knows how many issues long. So it has time to explain and break it down. And also Wolverine is a character who's been around for a long time. Yeah. So you don't, and I mean, Hugh Jackman played the character for what, 17 years? Yeah. So 
we know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to do all of this stuff. I think that when it comes to the, these movies in general, they feel like it almost feels like they think they have such a huge responsibility to do so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I don't think that they do. Yeah. You don't have to explain all of this stuff. You don't have to do all this stuff. Just tell the story you're trying to tell through this genre. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Logan did in comparison to what New Mutants is doing. Right. Logan is going, we're going to tell the Lone Wolf and Cup story. Yeah. We're going to tell, um, you know, um, similar to The Mandalorian. Like, it, th- that's why I'm using Alone Wolf and Cub as an idea. There's This is not a new idea. There is this kind of old, grizzled character who doesn't really want to do this. But based off of his morality, he's got to take care of this person who can't take care of themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's basically what the plot is. Now I'm going to drop it in, star- in, in a galaxy far, far away. Right. Now I'm going to drop it in, you know, Marvel Wolverine world. Well, it's a it very simple story about lineage very and story. legacy. And and it works because, as you say, you can change the environment, you can change the characters, you can change the context. The story stays the same. And it is yes. familiar and made original just by the fact that it is being inserted into a superhero movie where usually... It's adjacent possible. Exactly. Usually we only see superhero movies in one light. They put on the suit, they save the day, they fight the bad guy. Uh, it, it's it's nice to see the exploration with his character, uh, with Logan, but being told with a, a different age-old story. I, I really appreciate that. It's, it yeah. is why I was so frustrated and confused with New Mutants, because it could be a simple story about uh, heroes understanding themselves, experiencing trauma, you know, coming to terms with the... With the right. It's the Spider-Man story. Great power, great responsibility. Y'all or, have experienced I mean, some terrible stuff in your past, and how do you get past that? But there are a lot of layers to peel off before we could even get to that. And then by the time we get to right. that, yo, this movie was like 80 minutes long. It was just yeah. done. Yeah, I mean, like any of the mo- I think the this this kind of IP, like genre IP, yeah. and we've been watching these movies for a long time, and we've been talking about geek culture and geek stories for a long time. So... We have been thinking and waxing eloquent and philosophizing and talking about this stuff for a long time. And I think I'm kind of starting to like, from my personal opinion, I'm starting to boil it down more and uh-huh. kind of go at the end of the day, figure out what kind of story you want to tell first mm-hmm. and then find out where that story fits in the genre. Yeah. So just wrap the story in the tropes and the, and the aesthetic or the visuals or the or the the expectations of the genre you're trying to put it in. Yeah. Because any of the stories that you mentioned is The Breakfast Club. You could have done that movie in The New Mutants. Most definitely. It's a haunted house. You could have done that movie. It's a, what else did you say? I mean, it's a superhero movie. It's a superhero team. Those are different it's a team, genres. It's a team movie. Like right? any of the any of those different three or four or 15 different things that this movie is trying to do, if it had just picked and decided and gone, this is what we're doing. Right. This and this alone, I find that I receive that better. Yeah. Because it's a complete thought. It's just like if someone's talking to you and you ever have somebody go, oh, and I meant to tell you, and you go, no, 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 wait, 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 finish that sentence, finish that sentence. Right, okay, cool. And I was going to tell you, I was coming home, and I was on the phone, and I was talking to my mom, my mom was saying something, and I can't believe what she said. Then she was like, oh, by the way, did you take that? You're like, no, no, tell me what your mom was going to say. Well, I'll get back to that. I got so much stuff to tell you. And I, the person I am, I'm literally like, tell me one story at a time. I'd be like, hold up, bro. You started this by saying demon bear. I don't want to hear about whatever sidetrack you're going on. I don't want to hear about what your mom said. You you, got to finish the demon bear part, right? You started with that. You're going to have to continue that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I'm learning more and more as as a person who's a character animator and as a person who's, you know, starting to move towards coming up with ideas for shots and scenes and Mm -hmm. like just learning anytime you get a movie completed you have achieved a massive feat Mm -hmm. the more and more i get into the actual 
craft of doing the things that I'm that I that I have critique about, the more respect and and grace and flexibility I have toward it. Uh-huh. You know, because the fact that this movie was even made and we get to watch it, as we see. They said they were going to put this out a long time ago. It's yeah. gone through reviews and it's gone from one, you know, literally the ownership of one company to another company. So, you know what I mean? Shout out to the people, or the the many, many people who went into putting this movie together. Yeah. Period. And with that, two things can be true at the same time. It can be true that a lot of work was put into this, a lot of effort, a lot of revisions was put in. And at the same time, I think it's kind of, unfair not unfair this is just what it is but it's unfortunate that's the word it's unfortunate that the stuff we love sometimes feels like it has to do seven things yeah i agree instead of just one i i fully agree and i think usually this is a burden that comes from and this is speaking generally that comes from movie producers and the people uh, uh creating the film thinking that they they have some some uh uh some standard to keep they're taking the wrong lessons from previous successes they want to mm. do stuff with a quicker turnaround how can i make the same successful model but by spending less or by doing less I mean, how can, what, what's the shortcut right. to getting to that uh, I, I understand it. People want to be, you know, savvy with their money. They want to make investments that make sense, and they want to see a quick turnaround. But yeah. a lot of times, that means that you see movies wearing influence, but it's not thoughtful, right? Not every movie is going to be a Logan, and not every movie is going to be into the Spider Verse. But you're right. damn sure we're going to see a lot of copycats who pick apart some of the pieces and they they try to do their own version yeah. without without the core. And I would argue that this movie doesn't really have the core. I I cannot uh, hold against it that it has all of those production issues and the reshoots mm. and this stuff happens. Right. Suicide Squad right. got serious reshoots. Who knows what the original was like? This movie exactly. went through serious reshoots. Who knows what the original vision was for this movie? But I, I can't help but see uh, they wanted a dark film. They wanted more dark X-Men. Okay. They they said it was going to be a scary movie. Cool, they're doing a genre. Well, they didn't really do that. They tried a lot of different shit. None of it really worked. Let's let's describe exactly what's going on in the movie so we can reference some of the things that we liked and disliked. Right. So, okay. in this movie, we have a group of teenagers who are being held against their will in this mysterious hospital. That mm-hmm. we, we slowly find out that each of them is a mutant. They have different powers that are revealed to us over the course of the movie. But the characters that we, we are spending the movie with are Rain Sinclair, who you may know as Wolfsbane, turns into a wolf or a dog or what have you. Uh, mm-hmm. Ileana Rasputin, who is the sister of Colossus, who we know is in the Deadpool movies. So like, mm-hmm. Colossus is out here. He's doing well for himself. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ileana Rasputin, is played by Anya Taylor-Joy. Her whole thing is she's an asshole, I guess. That's (laughs) the vibe. I Like, I always knew that she was moody and mean, but, man, she was... I mean, she's also... She's also racist? You know what I'm saying? Mad racist. It's like, hey, Pocahontas, like, step first of all, man. Mad racist. I was surprised by that. Let's just chill out. What, What... like, you know, like, hey, hey, city. Like, what did she say? Like, Standing Rock? It's like, uh, I, okay. Yeah. Like, I was being I was being taken out of the movie. I was like, is anybody going to address this woman? Right. Nobody? Yeah. Everybody? We're just going to constantly comment on the fact that this person is, come, is, is an indigenous person or comes from, that, like, that's what her people are. Right. Like, and the fact that no one is saying anything. No, it sucked. I, I, it sucked. Like, and as it, a it, watcher, it, I immediately was like, Nobody? Yeah. And they like you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I dozed off or something, but I don't think they ever really resolved that. There's no like She yeah. she did. She stepped to her and she was like, "Oh, real, you know, she what did she say? She was like, uh, real original." And then she snatched the snatched the uh hand puppet. And I was like, "Thank you." You know yeah. what I mean? Like, sure. do something. But I think by by the end of the movie they're like, right, "I guess we're in a team now." But there's no point where Ileana is like, "I said a lot of racist shit." Yeah, forgive <laughs> you know, me for that. I'm they, sorry. They uh, let her lily white ass get away with a lot of nasty stuff, and this sucks. And it, that's not even the beginning or the end of the of the 
race high key or low key racism in this movie. We'll get into that. We got yeah. Sam Guthrie. Uh, he's Cannonball. Uh, he's played by Charlie Heaton. You you may recognize mm-hmm. from uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Jones. Oh, I didn't even say Rain Sinclair, played by Maisie Williams. You may see from yes. Game of Thrones. Uh, yep. Okay, so Danny Anya Taylor Joy from uh, oh, it's the Netflix show about chess. Yeah, what's it called? Queen uh, or something. It is. I've got IMDb right in front of me. Answer the question for me, Internet. The Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. That's right. And she yes. she's out there. Like I've seen her in a bunch of different movies. She has a very particular yeah. look. You will recognize her from something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the actress Blue Hunt plays Danny Moonstar, who I would argue is the protagonist of the movie. Even though we mm-hmm. spend a lot of time with all of the characters, I think yeah. the movie wants you to connect most with her. And we'll get to that too. Uh, Bobby DaCosta is playing, he's Sunspot. Uh, he's played by Henry Zaga. I have an issue mm-hmm. here going into this because in the comics, okay. Sunspot is Afro-Brazilian and dark-skinned. Mm-hmm. And I had an issue with the movie casting. I, as much as I like Henry Zaga, I thought he was a, a, a good choice. He is not a, an Afro-Brazilian guy. He's just not a black man. And in the comics, mm-hmm. this is something that comes up and is dealt with, and sometimes they go back on. Well, some comics, Sunspot is black. Some comics, he's light skin. Mm-hmm. Let's figure this out, folks. It would be real good <laughs> if we could just decide which is which, because you can't just play around like you're switching Pantone sets. That's not how that stuff works. So it would yeah. I think it would have been very valuable if they would have cast an Afro-Brazilian actor as much as I like Henry Zaga and Henry Zaga, like you do your thing, and I appreciate you know Latinx people being in the movie, period. But like uh, that was the thing that was sitting with me going into this movie. Uh, finally, we have uh, now was, was that addressed by like the creator or the writer or something like that? Yeah, I think I va- for, internet forgive me if I'm dead wrong, but I think I remember some sort of commentary about that. Yeah, happening. If, if I recall, he said something pretty half-assed, and uh, it's it's I not don't know. it's not something that uh, stuck with me. So I mean, I don't know. Call it what you want to call it. There have been a lot of different people who've said a lot of dumb shit in the past, and his was just one version. But uh, my understanding is uh, he he said something along the lines. It, this is a familiar sentiment. He said something along the lines of like, you know, I. I didn't pay attention to the color of the character because the actor impressed me so much. Hmm. You know, that's a familiar sentence. I feel like even Stan Lee has said something to the effect where it's like, it does. It doesn't matter if, uh, you know, J- uh, what, what do you say? Zendaya, Zendaya. How, how do you say her name? It doesn't matter what she is. Uh, Excelsior, something to that effect. Yeah. Uh, I do remember him saying something like that. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. This is this is not new. Here's the quote, by the way, from Josh Boone. Uh, this is okay. like, hey, why did you cast Henry Zaga as Sunspot instead of an, an Afro-Brazilian? Uh, quote, I didn't care about the racism I've heard about in Brazil, about light skin versus dark skin. I wanted huh? somebody who would look like a guy with silver spoon in his mouth, who, was ha- who has a really rich dad. <laughs> Even uh, so, Doctor Reyes, uh, Doctor Reyes in the mind. in the comic is also a dark skinned Latinx woman. So there's just a lot happening here. I I set this up so we can discuss the the pieces, the characters, mm-hmm. what's happening mm-hmm. in the movie. What mm-hmm. we find is each of these movies, the entire movie, is an origin story for each character, one by one right. by one. The powers right. they have, the trauma that they have experienced from their powers hurting someone or creating some mm-hmm. miserable circumstances and them having to come to terms with that. All the while, they're experiencing these really weird hallucinations that they're trying to figure out that are apparently right. very dangerous and can actually hurt them, which we come to learn are being generated by Danny Moonstar. Mm-hmm. Whoopsie daisy. And then on top of that, they're inside of a prison which is effectively testing them to see what their powers are to hopefully turn them into uh, uh, weapons of some kind, Uh, like the the kids in Logan. So we've got these things stacked on top of one another, being told from different perspectives, but ultimately the one that I think is most sympathetic is, is Danny Moonstar. I just don't think we got to do anything important, which bugs me because this movie does a bunch of things that I like. 
There's queer romance in it, and it's pretty casual. It's like mm-hmm. uh, Rain and Danny, they just hook it up just happens. fast, and that's just happens. cool. I'm happy for it. We also have a protagonist who is an indigenous woman. We don't get yes. that a lot in movies, period, let alone com- in, in comic book movies. But even in having it, we have to have one of, you know, the air quote heroes continuously, you know, point out (sighs) via, you know, racial uh, negative, you know, just racist commentary. It's so disappointing. Instead of just going like, oh, man, that's, you know, that's what it is. Right. We got to say it, but we also got to have the blonde haired white girl. Oh yeah, poke at it, and and then on top of that too, for the the story to play out in the way that it does, we all come to find out that the reason that these people are experiencing these evil, painful uh, hallucinations is mm-hmm. Danny's fault, right? Because she can't control her power, and she is causing all this uh, this fear to manifest and hurt her friends. And it's like, ah, man. I understand that the movie wraps up real quick and they're like, I guess you just need to deal with your feelings, huh? This movie was very much like it chapter two for me. Is that right, Doc? <laughs> Don't you think? Instead of <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. Go ahead. And, I, explain explain. So spoiler warning for it chapter two, but like they they destroy Pennywise by no! saying he ain't shit. <laughs> Don't say that <laughs> about it. me. These kids. You're a stupid clown. <laughs> no, no, it's me, Pennywise. Yeah. Aren't you scared? I'm not afraid of you. You look stupid. <laughs> exactly. Oh no. no. These kids You can't even put your makeup on right. <gasps> How could you? <laughs> where'd you where'd you buy that costume from? Yeah. You know, like they, the, the the party city. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're killing me out here. <laughs> <laughs> Why you to a New York office? Like, oh, come on, guys. Right. Give me a break. I'm trying to make a living, huh? Yeah, they just they just take him down by deciding <laughs> to make fun of him. It's it's like uh it's just You're not funny. <laughs> they just diss him. Oh, I read what? your poetry and it sucks. And he, oh, yeah. I worked so hard on that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and they, the thing is that they didn't earn it. The idea is we're trying to see the characters have figured out a confidence in themselves. They have changed. They've gotten over the trauma. They've gotten over their anxieties. And now they're mm-hmm. capable of being strong and brave and beating the bad guy. We have the exact same situation in New Mutants, but it happens real damn fast at no point in time does the main character have the chance to even grapple with herself? Right. But she Stop li- that. She was literally unconscious. Stop. Yeah. She Stop was it. unconscious. <laughs> and when she wakes up, <laughs> Hey, 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 cut it out. She, I don't know if you saw Stop this that. or if it was just in my cut, uh, but I saw her reach behind it. They were in a church, right? She reaches behind a pew. And she got a spray mm. bottle and she sprayed the demon. Berry. <laughs> hey, 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 and then she whapped him you on the nose out. with a newspaper. Hey, Hey, yeah, and that was What'd it. What I say, and then the roll credits. <laughs> the bear was like, "Hmm, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> and then Danny gives him a, oh, gives him a Snickers, gosh. and she's like, "You know, sometimes when the you get Snickers, hungry, he killed the do- he killed the she killed the dog. Snickers. <laughs> sometimes when you get hungry, you turn into a real demon bear." And uh, they turn into the new. You know, you can turn to a real demon bear when you're hungry. (laughs) Eat a Snickers. (laughs) Yeah. My word. It's not a good movie. It's not. It's just not. (laughs) It's it's not not a good movie. All I have to say, it's not good. (laughs) (laughs) I got tons of questions about stuff, but it doesn't matter. So I'm not even curious because it doesn't matter. I yeah. wanted to speak. Well, well, tell me why you say it doesn't matter because I wanted to make a comment about. <laughs> well, something. what am I gonna get? Am I gonna get an answer? <laughs> no, no. It's when I'm not gonna see a movie where it needs to make sense. It's just one and done. I will say this. You know the the poem or the saying. I don't know if this is a poem or a proverb or you know. Uh, I don't know what it comes from, but you know the about whole the, demon the one bear? you feed. Oh, okay. Yes. That yeah that is about. The two wolves, not the two bears. Oh, okay. That's where I heard that back in the day. Sure. And it says, a fight is going on inside of me. Um, he, uh, he said to the boy, it's a terrible fight, and it's between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, blah, 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 um, and ego. The other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, blah, 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 blah. The same fight is going on inside of you and inside of every other person, too. The grandson then asks 
his uh, grandfather, which wolf will win? The old chief simply replied, the one you feed. Okay. So, when and you can read that. I know I blah, 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 that internet. I didn't want to bore you with stuff that you can read, but you get the idea. Mm-hmm. I think that concept, again, if you had picked that and said, what this movie is about is you are in control of who you become. And the way you control who you become is by dealing with how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. There are things that have happened. There are things that you've done. There are things that have been done to you. And you have the choice. Yeah. You can control what happens to you moving forward. The version so, of yourself that you invest in. That is a that is a right. very powerful lesson and a very powerful story. I would say we have seen that illustrated in a comic book sense really well mm-hmm. in Into the Spider-Verse. Because mm-hmm. Miles Morales, now it's not specifically it's not specifically that, you know, two wolves at war, but it's very much about what you believe you're capable of and, and what mm-hmm. you tell yourself you can do. And and this uh uh you know, the reality that you create from that. And this movie a, a terrific lesson and potentially very important one to have on screen because like I mentioned, the character is a Cheyenne character, you know, to mm-hmm. have these, this, this, this story told, whether it's wolves or bears, it doesn't matter. They have the story told. It is representative of her character's background and her culture. And it's something that affects all of us. That is a unifying idea. I love that. Yeah. We really don't I get did. to spend too much time on that. Cause we got like weird smiley face men creeping around. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like it, because uh, I wanted to go back to this and just make this one point. That, like you're, so I think we're both agreeing. This is a very interesting and important concept. And if you were to say this thing happened to you, and you have a real reason to feel anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, self doubt, and doubt, and ego. That's what's all in this parable. That looks story like my thing, Twitter right? bio. <laughs> you have a genuine reason to feel these things. So we're not trying to say don't feel them. You know what? You 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 have mutant powers and you burnt the woman you love. Yeah. Like you have a real reason to feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Like that was yeah. the one specifically that got me. It's like I get too hot. Yeah. I get too hot. Like we don't have to keep dig we don't have to tell his whole origin story, but enough to just know like each one of these people have a thing that has happened to them or a thing that something is going on to really m- create this moment where you go, am I really this version of myself? Right. But then them dealing with it and going, I get to decide, not what happened to me. You know, and this these mutant powers and this manifestation is happening when you're around 12, 13, 14, 15, which is like puberty and maturity and yeah. determine, who am I? Yeah. Who will I be? What has happened to me so far and being able to go, hey, maturing person yeah. and hey, grown up person who's still dealing with immaturity. Yeah. You get to pick. It's yeah. the one you feed. It's the story you tell yourself. It's it's what you invest in. And being able to show that visibly through this manifestation of powers that in one sense can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Because we all, in a lot of ways, we have powers. We have special things that I believe God is putting into us. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. we talk about it all the time. What's the difference between a superhero and a supervillain? What you do with your powers. Literally, that's the difference. Mm -hmm. And that parable or that that illustration being going, that is the story we're going to tell in this movie. Yeah. And we're going to do it through... Making it horrifying, Look, making these things that can go either way. We're going to really lean into the creepy, horror, nasty, scary part of it. Yeah. But then, like in a good horror movie, we're going to have to address the root of what what is what is the cause of this thing and seeing, do I actually have the power to overcome this thing? Yeah. And the way you overcome it is by addressing it, by looking it dead in the face and dealing with the pain. It's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. It's not going to be easy. There's not going to be an easy way out, but the way out is through and we have to deal with this thing. Yeah. And we are going to bond these five people together by 
um, what is it called? Like, like collective trauma. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or like yeah, a course. collective overcoming thing. Right, we're all right. going to deal with this and we're all going to learn that we have the power to overcome the obstacles that are within us. And that draws us together. And now as a team, we're going to use that thing that we learned to move forward, to take out the other things that are having an effect in the world. Yeah. And it's all just a big metaphor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this, it, like, I think this is a really important. That's what I think we could, we could have had here if they had just picked. Yes. This is it. This is what we're going to do. It's if, if they had focus and patience, it's an important story to tell. I and mean, one that's complementary to the story of the X-Men. The X-Men mm-hmm. are others. They are outcasts. They're reminded yes. by society all of the time that they do not belong. And yet they have this moral yeah. fiber to protect the people who want to hurt them. And this is mm-hmm. a story that is not necessarily just about outcasts or others, but to use your analogy, it's about growing up and, and coming to yes. terms with yourself self and yeah. through the transformation whether it is puberty or or whatever it is for you to become right. more yourself to understand yourself you have to reconcile some pain and some of that you have to reconcile the pain that you've caused others and you yes and yes. It, this could have been a focused movie but this movie has no patience no chill and it was very wrapped up in being connected to other stuff that it was just doing a lot of stuff that i think made it more convoluted for instance why is, there so, why is there only one staff member working at this hospital? How is that even possible? And how long is my man Sunspot going to be washing these dishes? Bro. And who are you washing all these dishes for? <laughs> I was like, he's still washing the dishes? There are only five there of them in there. There but six people in that whole building. <laughs> he washing dishes for the smiley man? Like, what's happening? Yeah. I mean, the, bear, the, the demon bear eating food? Could like, be for the demon bear. Demon bear eats a lot. Yeah, take seconds, thirds, and fourths. But Come on I, now. I'm not, I mean, I also had questions like, why did we put Lockheed into the story at all? Lockheed the dragon, mm-hmm. one, this is not a part of Ileana's character that she has a hand puppet. I don't know where this came from or why we're doing that, but that was a, a strange thing to apply to this character. Two, Lockheed is a character that is associated with Kitty Pride. A different X-Men. And I know mm. that there are times in the comics where Ileana and Lockheed hang out. I understand that that is a thing. My co-pilot is coming up to weigh in. I see. I uh, see that. Yeah, Laszlo also watched New Mutants, was not thrilled. This is uh, Laszlo for the for those at home who are, right. don't have the visuals, which would be all of you. That's right. Adam's cat is... um. Uh, inviting inviting itself into the podcast. Literally hitting itself. <laughs> <laughs> Get a hold of this cat, will you? Laszlo is like, nah, nah, new mutants. Laszlo, it's the one you feed, Laszlo. I don't fuck with it. The one you feed. You gotta go, bro. All right. Uh, so I, I think, I think this movie wanted to connect to a wider universe, but did so in such a sloppy way. And and one of the ways that I think is is representative of that flaw is Lockheed. Lockheed is is associated with Shadowcat, with uh, Kitty Pride. There's a fan base for that character. She's just not really present in these movies. She hasn't been present mm-hmm. in any of the movies except for maybe Days of Future Past. And uh you know they want to put the the little purple dragon in there so they just attach it to Ileana. Uh, why? I guess just I know, the idea man. like you want to connect the fabric so there's a big, it's all connected. But that's that's what DC does, y'all. They rush. They drink themselves stupid because they're late to the party. You don't need to do that. We don't. <laughs> My goodness. We don't. You, drink I mean, yourself stupid because you're late. You're trying to catch up. That's how I felt wow. about Justice League. I mean, Justice League, they tried to do everything that Avengers was doing for many, many years. They just wanted to do it in a two-hour runtime. So... I I just think it, it was, it's not a good movie. It's not a total disaster. It does a bunch of things that I appreciate, namely in terms of some smart story choices and some smart representation, but they also get in their own damn way with that stuff too. They can't even just let it be. Like just have these characters show up. Don't have so many racist aspects of the characters be a part of the film. Why? Why did you do that? You're, you're sabotaging yourself. Well, you know, because. Because. Ultimately, you know I mean? ultimately mm-hmm. it ends up being the mints that are in the little glass at your grandma's <laughs> house. Well, you know what it really is? If this showed up on my timeline on Instagram, I would look at it. I would watch it. I wouldn't even like it. I wouldn't tap the button. I would just scroll past. It's just nothing. It's just mm. nothing. 
And it, it's kind of a bummer. It's a, I think it's a squandered opportunity. But then, you know, all we have now is opportunity. God knows where we go from here. But Yeah, I mean, all these characters, I believe, are in the hands of uh, Marvel Studios. And, you know, <clears throat> we'll see what they do. We'll see what's going on. Uh, we know that the mutants are, that are going to be coming into the MCU in the near future. Yeah. That's what the plan is. So I am excited to see what they do because in a lot of ways, Marvel is a trusted source or a trusted brand in storytelling. Yeah. You know, if you tell me you're going to do what if as, a, as an animated, animated project, Sure, Marvel Studios. You're going to do WandaVision, and they're going to go through the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, and whatever the heck. Sure, Marvel Studios. Yeah. You know, Miss Marvel, fine. Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac, fine. Whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever you're going to do, I trust that you're going to do it well because you have a track record of doing things well. Yeah. And treating this IP with the respect that it deserves via storytelling primarily and then building out like what is the root of the story what is the genre we're going to place this story in yeah. and let's build out from there story genre out 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 and then it seems like and then after that they find a way and go now how would this story that we're telling connect into the universe because in light of it being a universe i think one of the things that marvel studios does is it's almost like, and I don't know, I never talked to anybody, but this is just how I see it. They acknowledge it's a universe. So in a universe, <gasps> there's going to be a diversity of storytelling. Of course. Like there's going to be a diversity of story types. Even if it's going to be a certain tone, every story, we don't feel the pressure to do in Wakanda the same thing that we're going to do in, you know, New York with Spider-Man. Of course. Like, we, we don't have to do the same things because they're different characters and different stories and different story types. You know, yeah. there might be some tonality change, but ultimately we see, it seems, it seems that they're able to go, there can be diversity in this universe. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to put the pressure on Doctor Strange that we put on, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, fill in the blank. Yeah. Iron Man. Right. Yeah. Agreed. I think it's time to grade this. Yeah. Yes. I want to grade this, and then I want to ask a central question and see if we can come up with an answer to it. Uh, and that question, which we'll get to momentarily, is why did this not come out on Disney Plus? Why was it released in theaters? Why? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Because look, I, I got I'll, nothing. I'll tell you, it it did not make back what they spent to make it. They made it. They, I think they spent around seventy mil to do it. And it made 44 mil in theaters because who the hell was going to see this in August, bro? We're in a different world, man. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> what what this movie would have made in theaters, it's almost, in my opinion, it's almost unfair to even. It, it's like when you talk about something being unprecedented, mm -hmm. it, it's almost unfair to hold like Tenet and New Mutants that's why all these movies are moving because it's like, we don't even, we've never been here before. We yeah. don't know how to do this. So, you know, you take, you take Mulan and you throw it on Disney plus. And then you say, if you have Disney plus, you can buy it. And then you can, you know what I mean? And then you go, Oh, okay. Well maybe we'll just put, you know, uh, soul right on Disney. You know, like yeah. it's, I think in a lot of ways, like, like the rest of us in the world, we're trying to figure it out and yeah. we're trying stuff. Uh, yeah. Like right now, you, you're like, oh, man, are you in a different room? It's like, no, because I have a light above me. But that's just through <laughs> trial and error because I've never been at home this long and had to be on Zoom. Call. Like, I mean, we're all just figuring it out. And yeah. as we can imagine, Hollywood and streaming and movie making and movie theaters, like something that is very, very like a, a local local news for us. A movie theater that I think in a lot of ways I, you, and a lot of Philadelphians grew up with is closed. The Riverview, you know, on, on Delaware Avenue. Yeah. That movie theater that we watched movies with in, through like, in a lot of ways, a huge part of our life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've gone by myself. I've gone with you. I've gone with Ken. I've gone... On, on dates i remember seeing iron man there i remember seeing the incredible hulk there i remember seeing spider-verse there you know i remember when there used to be an arcade next to it yep you know like a, like think about how long ago that was an actual gigantic arcade there was a pizza shop there yep. you know like 
this is a part of our life mm-hmm. and it is now gone. It's closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't. And I, so like right now, who, who saw, who saw that coming? Right. So I got to imagine that. Well, everybody's I'm, I'm just mourn, trying to figure I'm it out. I mourn the now. loss of Riverview because that was a part of my life. I've I've had every every experience that one can have at Riverview, and yeah. I, I will I will really miss having the Riverview around. And and who could have seen the situation that we're in right now? That we're living through a pandemic that has not gone away, that has only gotten worse. Right. I, and you are very very accurate when you say. You know, we we can only judge these things differently or uh, different from how we've done in the past because it's not fair. It's impossible to hold the standards that we've had in the past and apply them to this abnormal time that we're living in. I will say on top of that, someone, some executives, some people made the decision to release this movie in theaters and potentially endanger people when they went and saw the the movie. So Uh, I see if they, you know, if someone made the decision like, yep, worth it. You, uh, let's put new mutants in the theater so people can go out. We know that we shouldn't be doing this. We know the theaters are doing their best. We know that Regal, we know that Riverview or whomever is trying whatever they can try to keep people safe. I get it. But they made the decision like, eh, the risk is worthwhile because we need to make some money back. I understand that things got to move on and it's not simple, but I will say, if there is a person out there, if there is a soul who got covid because they saw new mutants? <laughs> the juice is not worth the squeeze. My word. No, <clears throat> absolutely not. Because it's trash chuck juice. That's the juice that you're <laughs> squeezing for. So, yeah, it's it's a problem. The trash drug juice is not worth the squeeze. Certainly huh? okay. not. Don't be squeezing that. So, I look, I, I want to I grade this experience. I want to say, for me, this movie is a D. This mm. is a D. Because there are a lot of things involved. Namely, I think it was a mess from the get-go, so I probably would have given it a C. It's like a, eh, it's like, whatever, it's an average. But it also came out at a time and was released at a time when I think it really should have been, it should have been published differently. Put it out on a Disney Plus. I'll watch it from my own home. I would have had a totally different expectation up for it. I would have thought differently about it. If you just put it out on a streaming service that I pay monthly for, I wouldn't go into it with the same thought process. I might have graded it even higher. It's unfortunate that this movie is a lame duck. This is an outgoing franchise. They they, they don't get to make another two, three, four, however many movies to right. finish they don't get to flesh the story. These characters out. Yeah, we don't get to say, yeah, the first one wasn't good, but they figured it out in the second one. It's unfortunate that that happened, but the people who made this movie had some good ideas buried under a lot of really bad ones. And it ended up just being nothing, just forgettable, nothing. Not the worst X-Men movie I have ever seen. No, no, no. By any means. They didn't, they didn't to take the two Metal Jones and put them put in an X. <laughs> they didn't do that. It's not, as bad as, that. it's not as bad as Apocalypse. It's not as bad as Dark Phoenix. But it I will tell you good. this. Once this movie was over, I went on YouTube and found that clip. <laughs> And I was like, let me just watch this final fight scene from X-Men. What is the Apocalypse? Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. I wish that would have happened. If, imagine going to the Riverview and you're like, man, I haven't seen a movie since March. I'm going to see the New Mutants in the movie theaters right now on August 28th, 2020. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. walk up to the front door and the steel girder comes down. <laughs> another one blocking your path. Magneto saves the day. Thank you, it's Magneto. Like- <laughs> Okay, so letter grade, I give this a C. Yeah. You know, like I said, I finished watching the movie and I was like, eh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay, it's a movie. I saw it. Um, I, I, do, I don't have that, I, do, I don't feel that, like, oh man, you shouldn't have put this out in theaters, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, like I said, we're, we are all trying to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. And as I told you, off air i was tempted to go to the movies because i enjoy the movie so much mm-hmm. you know yeah I, it's such a part of what i have done for so many years is go to the movies part of who you um, are but i say again it's a part of who you are and 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 yeah. what you do for leisure and and calming and st- like stress-free activity it's i understand right. without going to the theaters you know i really miss it yeah so but i didn't because you know I thought it was unwise. Mm-hmm. Want to keep the family safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, yeah, you I got to come C, home man. and tell your wife and your kid. And you're like, hey, hon, I'm sorry. I got the Rona. 
I got it from the New Mutants. It do, <laughs> the, do I think the New Mutants gave me the wrong? Do up. I think it was worth it? Eh, I'll put it at a C. <laughs> <laughs> this the whole this is the whole movie about quarantine at the end of the day. That's the bottom line of what this is. They were like my she's like my superior uh will not let you come out. One of you got the Rona so bad we got to we got to put you down. You know what I mean? For you infect everybody. This yeah. was like the thing uh but you know in a YA horror right? goosebumps movie. Could have been. You know? <laughs> it was a goosebumps we- movie. <laughs> <laughs> what were those yeah. smiley face guys like what i don't even i don't know it was that supposed are they from hell are they from limbo have they been like a part of iliana's I think life because i don't know know her story that well I, I i can imagine someone who knows her story go oh yeah you know this sure. is this i don't know i have no but, clue i was just scratching my head internet what do you give this movie um, give it a letter grade. A, B, C, D, F. A, the best movie ever seen in your life. B, above average. C, average. D, below average. And F, one of the worst movies you've ever seen in your life. At Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedris, at Comic Book Junto. We would love to hear what your thoughts are on this movie now that you can watch it in the safety of your own home via renting or purchasing or whatever safely without putting yourself or anybody else at risk. May I make a suggestion to movie? add a letter to our ratings? Can I say that there's the A B C D F, and then there's the the illustrious. I can't wait for this metal this? girder X, which is given out to just the the worst of the worst. <laughs> X something below F. <laughs> something right. you know what that is? That's like I'm offended. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not only was this movie this this, this is not this is one of the worst movies you ever seen. Worse, yeah. it offended me to the core. <laughs> I felt disrespected by this movie. You're writing letters. You're like calling your senator over so that. So what, what's, what's, what's a metal X? <laughs> Probably gods of Egypt. <laughs> I, I, I knew that's what you were thinking. I'm like, I can't think of anything else other than gods of Egypt. Which, Because yeah. again, that, like, you know what a metal X is like? I, I walked out of this movie. Or I, you know, I was, it was so bad. Because that's how I felt about gods of Egypt. I'm like, I'm, I would rather leave. I'd rather not be here. I know. I, I feel like we only did it for the gram for that one. <laughs> you know, like you do it for one reason just to say that you did it. Somebody asked I me can't recently, imagine a friend of mine texted a, me and said, hey, I have a day off today. Should I watch Gods of Egypt? And you know what I said? What? Absolutely you should. Because I, <laughs> I need somebody to talk to about this. <laughs> it's horrible. Horrible. Internet, what are your thoughts on Gods of Egypt? No. (laughs) Do you give it a metal X? (laughs) No, Internet, that's it. That's it for our uh, one-shot movie review for The New Mutants. Again, at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderus, at Comic Book Junto, let us know what your letter grade for The New Mutants is. We we would love to hear from you and hear what you guys think about the movie. Yes. Adam, before you go, what you got? Uh, That's about all I got. I've I've, I've got uh, Man Thing Minute episodes come out on Wednesdays. Uh, If you haven't caught up on that, I've got another podcast where I talk to guests, Octavius included, about Man Thing comics. It's a lot of fun. It's very funny. Uh, One of my most recent guests on the show was a writer for the new Spider-Man video game, Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. which is very exciting. Mary Kenny was one of the writers at Insomniac who wrote that game, which both of us are playing right now. And uh, listen to that episode with Mary Kenny and Eric Smith. Eric also has some secret Marvel stuff in the works that I can't oh, talk okay. about. All right. Uh, so, you know, things are popping off over there. It's very exciting. And ideally, at some point in the future, you and I will get back together on the mic and talk about Spider-Man yes. Miles Morales. Yes, because that's what's happening right now. Like movies, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not watching a lot of new stuff right now. But that game has been everything for me. So absolutely, very excited about that. All right, internet. That's all we got for this one. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. <laughs> <laughs>